Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Bubba Jenkins. Yeah, yeah. Tyler Bowe. What's going on? Elias Theodoro. Bonjourno. Yes, guys. And listen, if you're a fan of MMA, you're probably a fan of football. And guess what? Only a few more preseason games to go before the regular season kicks off. And you can start the season by winning $2 million in week one at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site. It is the biggest fantasy football contest ever. $10 million in prizes are up for grabs, including $2 million for first place and $1 million for second. One-week fantasy means no season-long commitments. It's fantasy football on demand. Play where you want, when you want, with the players you want. Just pick your players, pile up the points, and pick up your cash. That's it. You've never experienced football like this. Every game feels like the playoffs, even in week one. And every broken tackle or spectacular catch could take you closer to the $1 million prize. This isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. So... Hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code ROASTED to play free for a shot at $2 million in the Week 1 Millionaire Maker. Enter ROASTED for free entry now at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Also, if you're looking for a great way to make money, start driving with Uber. If you have used the Uber app to get around town, driving with Uber is just as easy and just as great. Here are some reasons people love driving with Uber. You drive when you want. Need something outside of 9 to 5? Well, as an independent contractor with Uber, you've got freedom and flexibility to drive whenever you have time. Set your own schedule so you can be there for all of life's most important moments. You make good money. You got a car? Turn it into a money machine. The city is buzzing, and Uber makes it easy for you to cash in on the action. Plus, you've already got everything you needed to get started. No office, no boss. Whether you're supporting your family or saving up for something big, Uber gives you the freedom to get behind the wheel when it makes sense for you. Choose when you drive, where you go, and who you pick up. So what are you waiting for? You have a car. You have a license. Put them both to good use and start making money today. You can sign up and you can make thousands of dollars in fares in your first month driving with Uber. Sign up today at Drive with Uber. That's drivewithuber.com. That's drivewithuber.com. Drivewithuber.com. Also... Has your business been vandalized? Have gang members destroyed your business storefront? Well, then call the professionals that remove it restoration. They remove graffiti, restore etched windows, and get your business back to a brand new for a fraction of the cost. Your business image is very important. Do not leave it in the hands of the amateurs. Call the graffiti removal team at Remove It Restoration, which is 1-888-424-9697, or go to RemoveItRestoration.com. That's RemoveItRestoration.com. The guy Eric is cool as hell. Definitely check it out. Also, American Icon Autographs. 
AIASE.com. They have the best sports and celebrity memorabilia. They have signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, everything else in between. Their past signings include Mike Tyson, Chichen Chong, Dan Henderson, Hulk Hogan, Burt Reynolds, Ernie Banks, John Wood, Marcus Allen, and hundreds of more. Go to their website to see who's signing next. Check out their events, meet the celebrities, and build your man cave. That's AIASE.com. American Icon Autographs. Cool. Also, tip a fighter. Guys, it is time for fighters to get paid more. My man Bubba Jenkins is in charge of tipafighter.com. It's not charity. It's 100% pay for performance. We are going to make these fighters more money. And guys, these fighters work their asses off. A lot of them have part-time jobs, full-time jobs, two jobs, three jobs. It's time to reward these guys. You you tip a, a waiter. You tip a waitress. You tip a stripper. You tip all kinds of people. The fighters are working... Harder than anybody. They deserve to be tipped. So go to tipafighter.com at tipafighter. Fighters, want to make more money? It's free money. You're in there anyway. You might as well get paid more. Who knows? I put $1,000 on you. I win. You know what? Here's 100 bucks. Thanks, dude. Go to tipafighter.com. Tip a fighter. Also, right now, I am drinking the most delicious coffee I have ever had in my life. Camara Coffee. Listen, this stuff is unbelievable. It's premium, high-altitude sourced coffee from the Dominican Republic, and it is infused with high-quality nootropics. What are nootropics? They're brain vitamins. They blend their coffee with premium nootropics that were carefully chosen to create the right mental and physical edge you need to carry on your daily grind. The benefits from nootropics are numerous, and they include enhanced focus, mood and reaction time, increased natural metabolism, fatigue reduction, and cardiovascular support. Nootropics have been also found to help counteract things like Alzheimer's, brain injuries, dementia, and Parkinson's. This coffee is delicious. I'm telling you guys, become the legend. You can get it at chimericoffee.com, K-I-M-E-R-A-K-O-F-F-E-E.com. Use the coupon code MMA Roasted. Guys, how are you? It is so good to see you guys here. We got, uh, I saw Elias came to my show on Saturday night. I did. He is hilarious. I, again, obviously, sorry, sorry to cut in. No, there. no, no. Just the idea that, again, I've, I know you specifically for your MMA comedy and just to see your, how, how slick you are and how actual able you are to just go back and forth and oh, pick thanks, on the crowd man. was awesome. Oh, thank you, man. It was, it was great. I saw you and uh, Marina and then you brought this guy who's like, like, it's bad enough to take a picture with Elias because I, we post, take a picture with him, I put it on Instagram, every girl that I didn't even know was even following me, who's your friend? Ooh, <laughs> wow. Sexy. Girls never called me sexy before. I know exactly who they're talking about. I became the fat friend in the picture. <laughs> and then he brings a guy who's like, Got 3.5 million followers who's a professional model. The guy's got an eight-pack. Yeah. As if I couldn't even feel worse about my life. <laughs> People were writing on my Instagram, you are not, not getting, getting pussy tonight. tonight. You're not getting laid. I was like, you fuckers, man. <laughs> yes, yes. I brought someone that makes me look ugly. Oh, God. <laughs> I, was, I was like, thanks, man. But uh, I, had a, I had a good week. I, I did the comedy at Magic Club, which is always hard because it's got to be clean. You yeah. know? And I don't mind being clean, but when you have to be clean... It's like when I used to do those cruise it ships. Makes it harder. I used to do cruise ships. I do do thirty minutes G-rated comedy, and within like, because there's little kids there. Within five minutes, a little baby would start crying, and I would work it into my act. I'm like, that's my agent. Or like, <laughs> I would get heckled by five year olds. I had a five year old going, "Boo!" I'm like, look at me, buddy. I'm your future. So I would, like, I would know it. But that's that was hard, but it was good. The comedy magic club was great. Then I did, uh, I did the improv last night. I kept the check spot, of course, which is nice. like, the, what's when they drop all the checks on you? So you. You're on stage, 
and you're doing well, and all of a sudden, like a joke bombs. Like, why is people not laughing? Yeah. You look up, everyone's paying their bills. Everyone's trying to do math. But the yeah. worst is when back in the day, I used to get, uh, I, used to, I used to work at these kids parties in New York, and I used to get the ice cream spot. Nothing was worse. <laughs> they dropped the ice cream on mm. all these little kids. Oh no! It and ruins like everyone's day. Everyone's like, ah, ice cream, and like so the ice you're cream spot was fucking. It was over. <laughs> that was, you did not want to get the ice cream spot. So, uh, but but that was cool. I had a, I had a, I had a good time. I had just basically just shows all week. And uh, Bubba, how was your week? My weekend was good, man. Uh, you know, I'm a family guy. Just hung out with the family all week. Uh, watched a lot of preseason football. What else? We we didn't have too many too much Welcome of an to eventful weekend. Yes, we did go to Bellator. Had a, my my boy AJ had a first round knockout. Got some pretty good tips online too, so it was it was good for the company and good for him and you know good for the fighters. Um, really? So AJ McKee, who's on a Bellator prelims, yeah, which you have to stream on right Spike TV, got some tips. Yeah, see fighters like that 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 should show you that if this dude's getting tipped and you have to go yeah. out and, and he wasn't even on the main card, you got to be a is, hardcore fan to watch him. Yeah, I imagine absolutely. what you could do if you but, were. But but the hardcore fans, the the really the ones that are streaming live on, they're the ones that are like, you know what, I'm into the sport. Yeah. I really feel invested in this guy. I really want to tip this guy. That was a great first round. It was exciting. Now, I mean, now he had working a guillotine. AJ's corner, were you like feeding to get it back in there? Yeah, I mean, I'm always anytime I go to the fights, I'm feeling to get back in here. My palm starts itching and sweating. You know, someone grabs me, I'm all I'm automatically dragging them into a headlock or something. So <laughs> it, it gets it gets pretty intense when I'm there. But it definitely gives you the like the right jitters. I yeah. would say like you know the the nervous crackhead around a pipe jitters. Nice. <laughs> you know, it's more like oh, you know, I'm ready to go. Kind Tyler, of how was your week? Uh, it was good. Uh, we're still waiting on baby number two to show up. Uh, I had a couple shows. I had was it the flappers. Um, on Tuesday, I was at the Ice House in Pasadena. Friday, Saturday for a it's couple. It's a girl. Shows. You're having a girl. Uh, you think it's a girl? Yeah, you got to. We're gonna be surprised, so we that, don't know yet. I'm about to have a girl vibe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll be happy with either as long as we're healthy. And I think I think boys are more trouble. I think I'd worry more about really? a girl. Yeah. Boys I think, are more I think boys are more yeah. trouble. I think I'd worry more about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I understand completely. Yeah. yeah my boys yeah. all over. Reckon you hear something in the other room. It sounds like yeah. a tornado. Yeah. He's doing something. Your kids he's, have the best laugh. I'm making them laugh after the show. Down. I was doing that whole high five thing where I give the kid. He gives me five and I pretend he's hurting me. Yeah. And they think it's the funniest thing. He is <laughs> cracking up. He was. Hey! It was like the cutest laugh. <laughs> now, Elias, you're in town. Uh, you're in L.A. You're from Canada, from Toronto. Yes, sir. Uh, you're 11 and 0. Undefeated, twelve and zero, twelve and zero, twelve, 12 and zero, undefeated, yeah. won the Ultimate Fighter. So how how's life, man? Life's good. Uh, I just signed with a, a new ma- a management team, a Paradigm, and I uh, should have a fight coming up soon. Uh, I'm really excited, yeah. and uh, there's a lot of cool stuff in the works, and it's just kind of work in progress. The the sense is hard work just gets you more hard work, and right, I'm right. really excited for all of it. Now I was actually I was you're you're such a like a mystery to me, man, because I was watching some of your fights wrapped last it night in online. an enigma, uh, wrapped enigma. in a puzzle. Well, you are because <laughs> you're you've only been doing this for six years. Yeah. So you started when you were what 20? 20, 20, 21 after Do you my have first any year. Any background in mixed martial arts? Nah, I used to be, I used to be a semi pro skateboarder and I played baseball before that. So you have no nothing. No, no, I just one of my one of my brother's really good friends. He's been doing it forever, and I went and I fell in love with it. Uh, in, in university, I was enlightening the mind. I thought the body should follow, and soon after, I found out they were intertwined. So you went into a gym at twenty one, 
And you must have been getting the shipping out of you. Yeah, you get yeah. It. By like a 16-year-old, like the, my brother's little friend, or my, my little brother's friend, who was like 16, 17 at the time. He was just choking me out. Like, just, it was, it was <laughs> really humbling. choke. Yeah, Where's exactly, my lunch money? Exactly. Son? Where's my lunch money? Exactly. I'll get it next week. Exactly. And I'm the, I'm the big guy, right? And <laughs> he, he was, he was uh, a lightweight, so he was maybe 170, and I'm right. 215 pounds. He just choked me out like a little rag doll, but, throwing but me around. can he do a kickflip? <laughs> exactly. You're going to teach me some tricks this Week. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I'll teach you. Just hit him in the back of the head with it. No. Um. <laughs> no. I, again, it, 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 six years. It's a short time, but it's also time on mat. Like I, I've been like once I got the bug right away, and I fell in love with it, and I just I knew right away that this is what I wanted to do, and um, obviously I was focusing on my schooling, and once I finished, I my parents were like, "What do you want to do?" And uh, there's anything we we can we'll do it. And I was like, I want to go to Thailand and I want to have my first professional fight. So I went down to Thailand by myself and had three kickboxes. By yourself? Yeah. So, went, I mean, how do you know how to get around and stuff? Uh, honestly, just things kind of just work out. So Uber. I just, yeah, Uber. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, or Tuk Tuk, I guess yeah. would be the, uh, the option there. And uh, no, I fell in love with it. I had two fights in one night uh, in, Thailand. in Thailand and then I had another fight later and it was awesome. Like you hook up with any Thai chicks when you're there? Oh, of course. Um, <laughs> of course. When, when in Rome, do the Romans. <laughs> Were you ever surprised and like, found a dick on one of them? Hey, or? hey. Try everything twice, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to do it twice because if the first time you could have just been nervous, the second yeah. time. <laughs> you didn't perform. It just would have been embarrassing if he or she whipped out one bigger than me. Then it's like, oh, damn it. Now, now this is really awkward. <laughs> Next time, I'll get him next time. Yeah, exactly. so, so, now, now, you told me you were, you were twelve and zero as, as a Thai fighter, correct? Yeah, kick, oh, kickboxing in as general, a like some uh, some Sanchao. Uh, like I won a provincial championship in Sanchao, uh, kickboxing, a bunch of smoker fights in between as well. So a uh, twelve actual record is what I have. It's amazing. I mean, what you, what you, and then you became now. Well, let's fast forward to like you and GSP became very close, right? In Canada, uh, well, it's the idea that it tries our in general. Um, Faraz has opened up the door to us, and, the, and the, it's also the necessity because there's no one my size and my skill um, in mixed martial arts in Toronto. It's it's very hard. There's one or two, but it's it's scat like scattered, and I have to. I, I got like in the individual sports. I got really great partners all around. Like I try, I'm really fortunate to train with uh, the Commonwealth and Pan Am uh, champ. Um, in wrestling, he's 240 pounds and he throws me on my head. <laughs> and not, there's no one in my weight class that's going to do that in comparison. Um, so, uh, in that aspect, but obviously in uh, in TriStar and specifically with the guys that I tr- I was on the show with, uh, open doors and it's really crazy to to have the moment where George is. Uh, basically congratulating me on my my success and also buying me cheesecake because really? he's a sweetheart. Yeah, now, he's, now, now, he's even nicer than anyone thinks he is. That's the crazy part. Now like, is he is he coming back? Uh, I hope not. It, honestly, it's up, up to him. Like honestly, like in, in the idea of like being a competitor, I I want. To, like it's inspiring for someone to be able to walk on walk out on their own accord. Like yeah. no one leaves in the sunset like that. Um, you have like there's other examples like Chuck Liddell. There's other people like chasing that specific taste of past glory, and they always fall up short. So even though George didn't, let's say, have the I wasn't impressed with his performance at the end. Yeah. I guess one might say, and the idea where he left in such a devastating way, it was just no. He, he was he I finished on top. He was one of my favorite. Yeah, that, is, that is my favorite MMA line of all time. <laughs> yeah. When someone's like, "Oh, did you like the fight?" I'm just like, "I was not impressed with the <laughs> Your performance." performance. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the line right there. And GSP is nice. I met him at um at one of the doctors down here, Doctor Kessler, yeah. and uh, he took a picture with my mom. Took a picture with my son, and my mom was all giddy about it. I'm like, "Hey, of course, calm down. <laughs> exactly." Calm down, all right. <laughs> 
Just now, relax. Now, I know you were on the cover of 11 romance novels. Or 10, 10. 10. romance novels. You, uh, <laughs> you're a big actor. You did some acting, right? Yeah, I've done some acting. Are you ever concerned that like you're, like, you're just going to be in one of these wars where your nose is going to be on the other side of your face? Well, and... moving out of the way is the best option. For that. <laughs> and not right? be hit. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Can't touch this. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's about. But uh, no, obviously, yeah, again, uh, I signed up for this. I'm... This is what I want. And uh, with all the other stuff, it, it's always going to be there. And my passion is mixed martial arts. And that's why I'm so excited for my next fight. And uh, the idea to show everyone all the hard that work that I put. Because I love going three rounds. Because uh, I get better and better every single round. And I get to just honestly you show up. You say you're a cardio machine. That was yes. the, you're, you're the king of cardio? That cardio king, yes. Cardio king. Now, what's your secret to being the cardio king? Um, honestly, genetics aren't fair. <laughs> I've, right. You either got it or you don't. Really? Is yeah. that true? No, I, I believe that. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. You either have it or you don't. Like sometimes, sometimes you know, there's guys that I can beat the hell out of in the room. And if we did a forty yard sprint, they'd be twenty yards behind me. But we run one mile, and they're coming in, you know, half a mile ahead of me. I'm just like. Yeah, you either got the run genetic or you yeah. don't. You either got that cardio or you don't. You know, some people got it, some people don't. Yeah. And, and obviously, obviously, there's hard work. It's again, yeah. it's not just going to show up and be like, hey, haha, yeah. whatever that meant. But um, <laughs> yeah, the idea is again, you have to work hard. But um, for me specifically, I have always used that as my ability to kind of learn because I'm always playing catch up. Um, my cardio would allow me to kind of neutralize, and I, that's why I kind of. I You're like a Canadian Clay Guida, yes, ish, ish, with better hair, but yeah. um, <laughs> and I'm taller. So, <laughs> but um, the idea is the uh, like I just neutralize them and then found a way to win. And and since then, because I'm a jack of all trades, because I don't have a wrestling background, I don't have a, a kickboxing background. I did that all in conjunction. The only reason why I split them all up because Ontario, where the province that I'm from, it was illegal to have mixed martial arts. So I would have to go to a jiu-jitsu competition. I would have to go to a kickboxing competition. I'd have to split it all up in between. And um, now I'm at the point where I have my strengths and I have my weaknesses, and I'm slowly building up the weaknesses to the equal. Now your strengths. last fight, I gotta say, like, because I, your look, first couple fights, you came out, you were ripped, mm-hmm. uh, and you're like this, like Adonis guy. Your last fight, you had you had a huge belly, uh, and I, I and I'm friends with you, so I wanted to make jokes, but I was I was like, ah, I don't want to hurt the guy's feelings. <laughs> Thank God you won. But now you gained 32 pounds overnight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, going back to the idea of the gut, well, I'm on TV, so I get laid anyways. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm half kidding. Um, no, the, I'm the, half kidding, <laughs> but I'm half serious. <laughs> Seriously, I'm on TV. That even means you, so- you get laid a little bit or you get lots of blowjobs? Uh, well, just a tip. Uh, what were we talking about this earlier? <laughs> yeah. um, no, uh, no, the idea is, again... Um, with the weight cut, it's 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 an own advantage. It's another skill set, and uh, my body's really good at kind of going down. I walked around because uh, I did my camp with, in Brazil. I may have had one too many acais <laughs> and a couple of uh, uh, what do you call it? Those uh, Brazilian steak places where yeah. I was two hundred thirty-five pounds. Two thirty-five. Right? Yeah, two thirty-five, and I fight at one eighty-five. So then, um, what ends up happening is it's just the the intake down and the the puffiness. It was actually if you saw me straight on. You would see abs, or sorry, if you saw me straight on, it looked a little puffy. Side, you'd actually see the abs. It's just, it, or vice versa, I can't remember. But it's the idea that that was actually in my intestines. It's, it's again, it's the up and down. And um, it's honestly a trial and error in the idea of understanding my weight cut. And I walked into that cage 217 pounds, which was 32, day, 32 pounds the next day. Now, did you have an IV to, to help? Yeah, yeah, I did an IV then. So is that so, going to affect you? Yes, that IV is. Band? And that's why I'm, I'm no longer 230 pounds. I'm... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not happy waiting. <laughs> I might have another one of those romance novels, so abs uh, will pay the bills. Yeah. Um, the idea is uh, I'll probably be about 215 uh, off-season from now on and then slowly trim down to 210. I'm going to do a practice weight cut because I have a, I've been using IV for quite some time. But with the same sense, I'm honestly very happy to give that up because I'm really excited to all the other people that are going to deflate and yeah. and just the UFC. I, I'm so excited because I have nothing to hide. Bubba, have you ever gained 32 pounds overnight? Uh, I would say 26 was my my biggest, but 26 That's a and lot 32, compared yeah. to the ratio yeah, the size, of weight. Yeah. 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 But um, no, I, I've been there before where, you know, you get off the scale, obviously you're ripped up, you're jacked, you just weighed in, so you're feeling like a, a model god, yeah, exactly. god kind of thing. So you're feeling great, and then you go and put the weight back on, and you wake up in the morning, day of fight night, and you're like, where would my abs yeah, go? Yeah. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday I was jacked, today I'm going to be looking a little flabby in there. But no, it's, it, it happens because when you put so much fluid back, there's like a little bulge, and it's usually on the left side of my body, there's a massive bulge of where all that fluid is. Yep. So it's not a straight-on, flat yep. fat six-pack like or eight pack like it normally is yeah there's like a nice little bulge on the left where all my fluid is and it kind of the intestines m- yeah it kind of mushes everything to like one nice solid rock of a dab and then you won your fight <laughs> you, you fought a guy roger navarez who's a good fighter yep. beat luke rockhold yep. i mean, I mean luke, luke luke barnott it beat luke barnott uh uh and, and you won i mean mm-hmm. you won he you you, you, you uh, broke his hand right yep. Uh, the really cool thing about that, I think um, my coach and I had talked to you about it, where it's the idea that he and I were obviously in the cage, and my coach was saying, he's going to break. He's going to break just like he did in the Patrick <laughs> Cummings fight. And he turns to my coach and goes, no, I'm not. Then he turns back, and I literally broke his arm. So I broke him mentally and physically. Now, was that the one where you, went, you, you faked the low kick and went high? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty damn. That was a, that was a really tricky move. Yeah, yeah, no. I, honestly, I, I love kicking, and there's so much more that I, I want to show that I was able to. Uh, I didn't. I haven't actually told many people this, but I was actually planning to do the the Showtime Pettis kick because it was the same time. Oh, really? Yeah, I was going to do the Showtime Pettis kick on that thing, but it, he broke beforehand. Uh, I was going to do it in the third round. Like I was practicing all all in camp because uh, I got some really cool sh- really cool shit that I actually have planned uh, in the in the near future. But that's what I like about you. Like like some fights, you're just a grinder. Mm-hmm. You know, and in other fights, you're 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 like a, a kickboxer. Yeah, you know, it's like you, you, you sort of you could see the the uh, development. Mm-hmm. Back to the pussy part. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> the last time you came on the show, uh, you had hooked up with uh, a bachelorette. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was the girls' bachelorette party, and. She she blew you right. <laughs> yes, yeah. So basically, I I was uh, the the ambassador of fun, and uh, this was this is a while ago. I, I this is this is a while ago. Uh, I've since then uh, I am uh, the ambassador of working hard. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, so I, what's called now I I am no longer of. Um, so I, I'm in relationships now. So yeah. this is this is a while ago. Yeah. So um, no, the idea that uh, basically. Uh, there was a bachelorette party and anyone knows that's a good time and I was hanging out with her and she's like we're partying and kind of just went on our own separate way and I uh, started to party and she's like I can't go I can't go back with you but let's let's hang out and we did such things so she gave you a blowjob I'm not now, now, either now, confirming or denying but there now, were things now, that now, happened did you feel guilty that this chick's getting married or I did do you feel like you were doing her a favor because it's not going to work out anyway so this is a good reason <laughs> I, I, I do not honestly uh, it was because she was an adult and she didn't actually have much to drink so um, it was the case where we just had fun uh, uh, yeah the, and the husband's probably doing the same thing exactly so. exactly blowing people in the back somewhere yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then the, the the cool thing was the amazing thing was I actually left with the uh, ba- the the bridesmaid. Oh, nice! You got, you got <laughs> the whole that. wedding party. Yeah. <laughs> and you got an invite. I was a decorator. Did they, yeah, I was say, did they invite you to the reception? Or? Exactly, exactly. I was the flower girl. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Wow. 
Right well, way. Have you ever hooked up with a bachelorette? No, sir. No, no sir. I, I mean, I've never had the opportunity. Yeah. Not sure if I would. Not saying it's anything morally. I mean, if you if you're a guy at a party and the chick's hitting on you, I don't care what who who the chick belongs to. You right, know what yeah. I mean? That's, that's everyone's fair game. You know, it's right. a community bike, so to speak. <laughs> but yeah, I've never had the opportunity. So merry go round. But you it's know, a community it bike. There's a lot of community bikes where you grew up. <laughs> Hell yeah! In, in my hood, man, you see everybody rides that bike. You, know what I'm you see the bike at the store outside of 7-Eleven, you're like, oh, someone else is using the bike this week. <laughs> community bike. A community bike. Ever like seen it. a community bike, community cat, there's community dogs, you know? Yeah. yeah. What? Well, in the hood. Oh, cool. I mean, yeah, community. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah I got you. I got you. That's everyone's dog. Whose dog is that? No one knows, but he hangs around and everyone feeds it. That's Rufus. Yeah, that's oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Rufus is cool. Yeah, Rufus is that dog. That's cool. <laughs> I, I, when, I, when I was at that, at that job where I used to give lap dances to girls, I was going to play. But it was interactive play, and I and I was in my twenties. I was all ripped and tan and fake tan and earrings, and I, I like th- th- those were good times. Those were some good times. Do you have any but, pictures? No, thank have God. you specifically? <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Now, um, now, so you now you're settled down. You have a girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, when you were on the uh, the Ultimate Fighter in Canada, you're like, you're like a big fish in a small pond. I mean, mm-hmm. Good looking guy. You're on the Ultimate Fighter. You win it. How many chicks are hitting you up on social media, like sending you naked pictures of themselves? Are you getting a lot of that? Uh, it's called the people are obviously starting trying to have um, a conversation with me in any sorts sorts of the way. And hey, man, that's only fifty percent of the uh, market. There are uh, some some dudes that are also very really? interested. Yeah, hey, man, what's called they have so much disposable income. Are you kidding? I wish I was gay. The amount the, <laughs> amount, the amount of money that I could get thrown out. Wait, me, guys you know? are offering you money for sex? No, no, not not money to have oh. sex. I just meant disposable income oh, as yeah. a market. Like that's like, why settle yourself for fifty percent. Uh, right. Yeah, like, he wishes he was by. So he can double exactly. up on his problems. Double dip, <laughs> double dip on trust the tip. <laughs> but are like, but like chicks, were they sending you like, like, like topless shots or like? Yeah, well, again, uh, there are very eager fans out there that want to get some attention, and uh, I, I appreciate the love nonetheless. Wow, <laughs> got to capitalize. You got fans in every direction though, because you got the romance novel. Yep. Ladies, which is crazy, and then they, they, do, the, do those women? You think they they, they know you're a fighter? Or? Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Now they're starting to know. We make that a key thing. Exactly. In my- <laughs> if, exactly. You do, if you do another uh, cover, are they going to make you do it in your Reebok fight kit? <laughs> no. Um, actually, the cool thing is, I'm going to be the uh, basis of the first ever MMA uh, series in Harlequin, and I'm going to oh. be on the cover of all three uh, series that are coming out for it. So my mantra is: your son's favorite fighter, your mom's favorite book cover. There you go. Now, I talked to your coach. Is he out there right now? Your coach? He's somewhere. I like yeah, your yeah. coach. Now, he was saying that uh, sometimes in practice, you're very difficult because you have really bad ADD. Oh, the worst. ADD, ADHD. ADHD. So they said that like sometimes you'll pull off amazing moves. Other times, you're like it's like your first day. <laughs> yeah. No, again, it's, it's, it's a process, right? Like everyone has their strengths and their weaknesses. And my biggest strength and my biggest weaknesses is my inability to color in between the lines. And I've been able to honestly use that in just being – because I, like, I, I have an art background. Like that's what I went to school for um, in many ways. More advertising than one might say I'm advertising the brand that is myself. But um, the idea is – uh, for instance, like like I'm able to pull off those moves, uh, like like the Showtime Pettis kick, but also into a takedown. Uh, what's it called? I jump off the cage, kick him in the face, land southpaw, and then take him down. But but he was saying that like, but, like yeah, no, he was and again, like, when you actually get into the fight, it's the best because yeah. you have to be focused. It's the only time I'm completely mentally and physically focused. In, but in like it. but you're also um, dyslexic, right? Yep, yep, yep. So um, was that hard for you in growing up? 
Uh, yes and no. It's the idea that I was able to work around it. Um, there's 72 different types of dyslexia. Mine is 27, actually. <laughs> I was like, wait, did I read that wrong? Dyslexia strikes again. I'm just being a dick. Yeah, it's all good. No, no, I actually thought you were. You had me there. Tyler <laughs> Bow. <laughs> well played, sir. Um, no, the idea is like mine was always the case where, again, yeah, the confidence that comes from me is my own way of working out of it. Because um, my thing is like, you know, reading in front of class when you like had to do, you had to read the book for everyone or whatever. That was where I would have, I would just be completely nervous. Everything scrambles. It's my ability to project completely out to whatever is there. And um, for instance, the biggest example was I was on the um, Canadian version of The Amazing Race. So I was the first one out. Because what ended up happening was we had to do a broadcast and something I've done many times over, but I had artistic freedom to do it. So, Mm -hmm. um, for instance, you would have to go through the whole thing and then they wouldn't tell you what you did wrong because you had to do it verbatim. And they were just like, wrong. So what I did was just jumble different words. So it was gorgeous goal. I said glorious goal. But they don't tell you that you did it wrong. Mm-hmm. Are you reading uh, off a teleprompter? A teleprompter. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's tough. If, that's tough for everybody. Exactly. I fucked up teleprompter so bad one yeah. time. Oh, it was live. I was like <laughs> hosting a music show. It, you could have put like a highlight film of all the things I fucked up. It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Super yeah. real. It's hard. If you you have to like practice a lot for that. It's a it's pretty hard teleprompter. And people make it look easy because you're like, oh, I could do this. It looks easy, but they're professionals. Yeah. yeah. No, and again, it's just the idea that like if you're able to kind of like go with it, I would imagine you, you're very capable of, honestly, you go off the line, you just kind of pull through and just yeah. cheer it on. But this wasn't. So, on, like, the crazy thing is it was actually the most broadcasted uh, show in Canadian history, too. Um, so my first loss is a mental loss. And that's how I look at it. And the idea that I didn't pull through and I didn't focus. And it, it's actually really cool because, like, I get to learn defeat in a way that doesn't really count. If the worst thing that happens to me this year is I lose a game Your show. Your girlfriend was on it with you, right? That. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Did she give you like a second place blowjob afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> and a pat on the back. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be all right. Speaking of which, so one of your rivals, you and Sam Alvey, have been going at it on Twitter. He, yep. co- he called you out after his last fight, yep. a fight before his last fight. He wanted to have a fight with you where if you lose, you would shave your hair. Which is not fair because he has no hair. He wanted yeah. to do a hair. Like, uh, like, he doesn't make any sense. See? So we are going to call him right now. Cool. Uh, we are going to have the Elias, Theodoro, Sam <laughs> Animosity is going down, baby. Press conference. Press Shit's conference. about to get real. Right the now. smile versus real. the hair. The smile versus hair. Hello. Hello. Is this Sam Alvey? The one and only. How's it going? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Tyler Bowe, Bubba Jenkins, and Elias Theodoro. How are you, man? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys all doing? Good, good. We're, we're a uh, big fan of you, Sam. I was uh, I was watching some of your fights last night. Man, damn, you hit hard. Holy shit, man. You have some serious power. I was watching some of your fights, your knockouts of uh, Dylan Andrews, Cesar Ferreira. You hit, you hit hard, dude. You hit hard. Uh, you got... Yeah, I've- it's always been the goal. People, uh, people like seeing knockouts, and I, I try and please people. Yeah, well, you are. You're a very pleasing fight. Your last you fight uh, was rough uh, for you. Uh, you fought Derek Bronson. It was. Uh, do you think that fight was stopped too soon? Uh, yeah, absolutely. No. That being said, no excuses. I was getting my butt kicked for the first two minutes. He came out blasting me left and right, left and right. But it was stopped too too soon. I actually talked to uh, um, the referee afterwards. Uh, and he said it was too early. He said, who knows what would have happened within another five seconds. Maybe I would have got punched a lot more, but I felt like I was, I was 
and a good place to recover. Yeah, no, it's, it seems like you know you have that you have that that knockout power, and it seemed like Derek Brunson came in with his hands down, and I I would have liked to have seen what what, what would have happened. You know, it's, it definitely seemed like you were a little bit out of it, but at the same time, you're one of these guys that one punch could change a fight. You know. Yeah, you know, I've been there before, unfortunately. Uh, he just, he started way faster than I was expecting. He, he, every fight I'd seen before then, he was always kind of a slow starter. Uh, he never pushed forwards quite that much. And here he just blasted me, put me on my heels. And uh, by the time I, I, I was kind of finally getting my, getting my senses about me, uh, uh, the ref stopped. In. Do you think that because your last three fights before that, you had won by knockout, that you had maybe fallen in love with your power too much? Uh, yeah, I think I was, it was, it was a technical error on my part. Uh, I, I, I wanted to move a lot more. I kind of, you know, if you look just before he pounced, we were kind of just staring at each other and uh, that was not my game plan. I, I knew he wanted to get the takedown, uh, eventually. And I, I wanted to keep moving. Uh, and uh, I just didn't, I kind of, we kind of locked eyes and he, he was faster that, at that moment. Well, you know what? You're a winner in life. Uh, one of the reasons you're a winner in life is your wife is so fucking hot, by the way. Jesus Christ. How did you get that girl? Well, first off, I got to say, you're on speakerphone. She's sitting right next to oh, me. So, uh, nice. Yeah, she, she, she's blushing like crazy right now. Oh, but, nice. uh, the, the answer to your question is, you got to pray. It is about praying every day in heart. <laughs> uh, good Lord came down and touched me on the shoulder and said, uh... Sam, this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you guys were uh, training together, right? She she came into the gym. No, no, no. When we met, I had never fought before. Uh, when we uh, when when it was after we met that that I started fighting, so we kind of started training at the same time. Oh wow, uh, that's cool. So she 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 knows the sport better than I do. Oh, how did you guys meet? Was it like a, a redhead convention or something? <laughs> how, how did you guys meet? <laughs> so let's let the people unite. We were unite. at uh, the Bristol Renaissance <laughs> Fair. I was selling steak on a steak, uh, and she was uh, she was selling a uh, bought it. And uh, her boss and a buddy of mine introduced us, and you know that was that was just over ten years ago now. He uh, hit her with that smile, and it was over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. That, now you were also um, a semi-pro trumpet player. Uh, wow. Do you still play the trumpet? I do. It's why I was actually just turning around on it a minute ago. I'm not nearly as good as I once was, but uh, no, I used to be pretty good. I played for about 20 years, uh, and then it was really when I started fighting MMA that uh, that uh, I, I put the trumpet down. I just didn't have enough time to do everything. Wow, that's yeah. Cool. You don't want to be in a fight and blowing. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, no one does. I'm an avid uh, skin food player, so uh, it kind nice. of all works out. No, no, there we go. Now, <laughs> now you're here with Elias. Uh, your fight before Derek, you had called Elias out. You guys have been going back and forth on Twitter. You really want to fight Elias. Uh, some of the things that you had said about on Twitter, you go, I get your hair defines you, but my cage doesn't define me. Awesomeness is earned. You said you've been calling him out for months. Your spirit animal is the kangaroo. His is a snow squirrel. Uh, uh, undefeated you snow said, squirrel. You said he's, he's Prince Theo. Uh, Prince been, Theo Adorable. Uh, so, <laughs> why do you want to fight Elias so bad, and why do you think you would beat him? Well, have you seen him fight? The dude's a stud. I want to fight him oh, because I, I got fighted in, or knocked out of the night. night one, so I guess it's a performance bonus now. And they're addicting. I mean, I've been scratching constantly, rubbing my gums, everything. I need another one. 
and uh, he he is the type of fighter that uh, that I that I can beat and get another bonus with, uh, whether it be fight of the night or uh, another performance bonus. I, I I he is the kind of fighter that will help push me, that will impress Dana White, impress the, the fans. But why do you think you could beat him? I mean, I mean, the guy's eleven and zero. He hasn't lost. He's twelve and zero. He's twelve and zero. He's twelve and zero. He hasn't lost. What is it about Elias' style? Phenomenal dancer as well, that, but it's neither here nor there. That you think you could beat? Uh, you know, I, I think I can beat anyone, uh, and that's really the answer. He, he uh, he's got that charisma too. You put you put a microphone in front of him. I think it's a very uh, marketable fight. I think. Uh, and then not not many fighters. He and I may be the only two are willing to go on the same show and say, "Hey, let's fight each other in a, in a couple of months," uh, and do it in good enough spirits, yeah. uh, as opposed to uh, you know most fighters they go out there and they just kind of start cussing at one another. Now it seemed that Elias took offense about shaving your hair, right? That yeah, was that, what... that that is where I drew the line. Like uh, I'm not, gonna lose, <laughs> but that uh, that was honestly rude and possibly a little racist. But I'm not going to get into it. Um, no, no, what's called that? <laughs> I, I appreciate your kind words, and um, honestly, like um, I think you're a great fighter too. Um, it's just the idea that I uh, am the controller of my own destiny, so I don't like anyone telling me what to do. But I appreciate what you did because people now know you. Because you called out me. And that's how it works mm. out. Mm. Uh, Shots fired. Sam, would you like to respond to that? Uh, hey, I, 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 I like calling out the people I like. I know. I, I was I, I've seen you do your interviews. I've seen you do, it, do a little bit of everything. And, uh, uh, with, with, the, with the hair doesn't have to be on the line, like I said, I'd be willing to, to bring it down to no conditioner for a week. Uh, well, to be, uh, <laughs> that, that that's putting the hair on the line. That's putting the hair on the line. No conditioner for a week. That's uh, a huge condition. Now, um, <laughs> now, Elias, uh, you had called, you had responded to Sam, and you'd called him Bambi. Yeah, well, uh, yes, yes. In regards to his last fight uh, and the idea of the wobbly legs, and uh, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> um, no, it's called that. Again, just different philosophies and the idea that I don't know how you didn't know that Brunson's very quick to start when he what he did to a, a, a ginger previously uh, with Ed Herman, pop, and just dropped him. It, again, it's I think again you're a great fighter. And I just think there was many different um, mechanical aspects that you did in uh, in failure. Um, I think again. It's a learning lesson, and I wish you nothing but the best. But uh, I'm going to let you know that I may have something planned in the near future. I'd love to fight you, but uh, we'll just have to wait and see. No. All right. No, that, that's, I've been waiting. I've been waiting like six or seven months. If you don't want to fight me, that's all right. Mm-hmm. I understand. I can, I can move on. I, and, I, and honestly, I wouldn't blame you. No, no, no. It's, the idea that, like, what's it called? it's just in the sense that you've got to earn the, the right to kind of fight me. Um, uh, I think one or two more wins, and then we can uh, dance the, the aggressive dance in the cage. Guys, how, how much control do you actually have over picking your opponents? Is it something that you suggest and that maybe uh, Joe Silva or the guys would think about? Or do, do you have your, your managers press on that? Or how much control do you feel like you have? Some might have more than others. Now, are you concerned about Sam's power? Because he's obviously no, well. It's, it's, it's a, he's a counterpuncher, and it, it's no offense to to your work. Uh, it's just you beat up um, a man that's well past his prime. You knocked out a guy with no chin, and you lost to Tom Watson in a very embarrassing way. Um, then you throw the fact that um, you didn't prepare for a fight with Brunson, who is completely explosive. He attacked you with his hands all over the place. If anyone knew how to shoot, they would shoot down. 
Um, you talked about the idea that you've never been de- defeated, at, or boring fights have been what have defeated you. They're what we call smart fights. There are many different ways to beat someone, and I think you are very beatable, and I honestly just want to drag this out so that I can beat you mentally, physically, and possibly sexually. <laughs> <laughs> Sam? <laughs> Hello? He's gone. I win. First win. You know, it's, Sorry. What was that? You know, for, at this point, you haven't fought in like a year. It's real easy to be a backseat fighter. Uh, oh, you know, it's real easy to sit from the couch and tell someone how, how to do it. You I'm in a chair. I can stand, too. And, uh, I can do this. Look, Ma, no hands. At least compete again. <laughs> No, what's called, uh, honestly, uh, the idea is I have, again, you made fun of me in regards to my, my crappy appearance on uh, the ultimate, uh, the, um, the Amazing Race. Uh, again, one would say my dyslexia is something that I can't control, just like you being ginger, so I guess we're both even. Um, uh, the only positive thing is I have a soul. Um, what ends up happening is, uh, honestly, like, I'm just half kidding about half of what I'm saying. It's just, <laughs> uh, what I would, what I would say is the idea that I'm the master of my own destiny and I'm not just a fighter. I have many different projects in there and I chose to not fight until when I am planning to fight because again, I'm the master of my own destiny and I wish you nothing but the best in planning your destiny. Ballin! Sam? <laughs> It kind of sounds like a little stalling. Uh, no, not really. I, I decided. I decided when I was going to be in the UFC. I didn't want to be in the UFC. Until Did you decide how to fight career. in the Ultimate Fighter? Because. Well, I, but you got to admit, Sam has been through, I mean... He, no, no, he, no, he's a, honestly, dude, you're, you're a veteran, and dude, I've actually watched you in your MFC days, like, I think you're a great fighter, I'm not, I think, I'm half kidding with half of all I'm saying, I, I actually, I respect you nothing for the fullest, and the idea that you are another professional fighter, and honestly, I respect all the people that jump in the cage, whether they're successful, whether or not, just to have the balls, the tenacity, and the drive to do that, and especially someone that is supporting his family, and you have a beautiful family, um, and I wish you nothing but success, uh, it's just the idea that... Again, I choose what I want to do because I do what I want. Now, if Sam would have beat Derek Brunson, would you then want to fight him? Would you have given him the fight? Yeah, well, yeah. There's another aspect. Again, what what the it's it's chestnut checkers. I I think what was dangerous about you is not your style because I think I could beat you eleven times out of ten. What the actual is issue is the fact that you are coming off three and zero, or you were coming off of three knockouts, and let's forget the Tom Watson appearance. But um, the idea is you were three fights with three knockouts and I could beat you but can I beat a top 10 guy possibly can I be am I ready for being champion no and I don't want to bite more than I chew and I ain't going to fight out of my page um, out of my out of my pay bracket what I am doing is collectively getting myself to the place I want to do it's chestnut check but you're also on that the uh ultimate fighter contract right no, well, yeah, that's another aspect, too. And um, what ends up happening, it's not even about the ultimate fighter. It's the idea that like, I need to grow. I'm always playing catch-up because I, so we talked about this earlier. I've only been training for six years. And um, uh, there are people in, in, at the top that have been doing wrestling since they were 14, jiu-jitsu since they were 10. And I need to learn. My biggest asset is my ability to learn, but there's still a lot of learning to be done. Sam. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Hey, I'm all about the learning. I, I'm same same boat as you. I, I like I said, I was a trumpet player until I started. Playing. I know that. <laughs> Honestly, when I heard that, that was actually badass as fuck. That's badass as fuck. Yeah, no, I was. Uh, I was reading about you, Sam. You started in like Pancration, right? Hey, kind of. I, I did do Pancration before. I, I did MMA, but it wasn't anything I ever really trained for. I kind of like MMA. I didn't start training for that until I was well into my professional career. I, I, at the at the beginning, I just thought it was fun somebody let me fight in a cage <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, it was illegal. I said, yeah, I do that. And eventually they said they pay me. I said, oh, that's, that's bonus. fantastic. <laughs> Suckers, I would have done it for free. Fair enough. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, and it just kind of grew from there. And now it's, you know, all I do, I, it's, it's fighting. When, I, when I'm not fighting, I'm hanging out playing with my kids and, and life. But uh, now it's fighting is, is my career. No, and it, you know what? Much I love it, go for it. What's up? And it's so much fun watching you because I've never seen a fighter smile on the way yeah, to the octagon, cool and it's, it looks like you're genuinely having fun in there, uh, and and that to me is like you seem like a, a nice guy who also has fucking power, and even like your fights are, are, are kind of funny because you're like flat footed, you're flat footed and just throwing bombs. It's almost like you're like a throwback fighter to like who who's got who's the tougher fighter, which is so much fun to watch. Like like your fight against Caesar Ferreira, you know. And you've been going into people's backyards and knocking them out. Uh, even like your fight with Dylan Andrews, the guy took you down. You just reversed him and punched him twice, and he was out. Your, your fight Which with was uh, beautiful, your, yeah. your, your, your fight with Cesar Ferreira. You're sitting there. You, you just connect, and he just the guy's out cold. It's it's really down goes the chin. It's really cool to see. And uh, I've actually been a fan of yours since the Ultimate Fighter. I, I actually remember your wife on the Ultimate Fighter more than you. <laughs> and, uh, and you were kind of upset on the Ultimate Fighter, and I was like, oh, man. But then you went, you went into Bellator, you went into the MFC, you came back, and, and you, you know, you've, you've been up and down the ladder, and uh, I wish nothing, nothing but the best for you, man. Hey, no, thank you very much. It's been a hell of a career, and uh, I, I really do. I just I love being there. I love If I didn't like it, I wouldn't do it. I, I really like it. That's why, you know, Fought five times in the last year. I'm hoping to fight if I if I could fight another two times this year. I, I'd do that, but uh, I just I, I got to find the people to fight. Uh, I, I'm really hoping Elias chooses his own destiny. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Thank you. The case, <laughs> I think he's probably smarter than that. Uh, uh, but but I gotta say though, if you're you're talking about you don't want to fight out of your pace, you know, I believe I'm ranked at like 24, and I believe you're 25 on the fight matrix. We're about as closely ranked as a, as a fighter could be. Statistics. Um, he hit I, I mean, that. I, I think Statistics. I'm Dyslexia. What do you mean? You mean 25th or 52? Life's confusing. <laughs> so, um, okay. Uh, no, I totally understand that again. Um, but now we throw the fact that you just lost your other fight. So, it again, you... Again, you have your family to feed, and I totally respect that, and I wish you nothing but the success. Um, but I, I will have uh, my chance to go in the cage, and when you pick up your win or your two fights in this year, and then it has every, we have every right, and I'll even put the hair on the line. All right, but there might be a time, though, where, where allies, when, when, if you say you lose, right, mm-hmm. hopefully you don't, and mm-hmm. Sam goes on a winning streak, that he may be, you know, the same thing, where it's like, that happened with Jake Ellenberger and Tyron Woodley, where, yeah. J- where Jake wouldn't give him a fight when he was ranked higher, and then Tyron was ranked higher, and he's like, fuck you, I'm not giving him a fight. So you got to be careful yeah, with that, you know? Yeah, no, be careful what you wish for. I totally understand that. And obviously, uh, I'm not a gambling man, because uh, I already do enough gambling in my life. By not wearing um, condoms? Yes, yes. So I'm wearing two right now, just to be safe. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, what ends up happening is, uh, again, uh, it's just timing. All, that, all this is all about timing. It just didn't work out. I had some other stuff. You took a fight, and now you lost your fight, and I got something in the works, and... Hey, I'm, I honestly would love to fight you in the near future because I, th- I honestly like all jokes aside, all like little jabs aside. I think you're a great fighter, and uh, I would love to. Uh... Do you think you could finish Sam? Oh yeah, yeah, most For, definitely. First round? No, uh, not in the first round. I, I love, I love he being there longer and longer. So, you, so you think you could finish him in the second or third round? Second or third round. And Sam, how do you see the fight going with Elias? 
I I see it going as long as he wants it to go. And yeah, baby, we'll dance. I'll dip you. As soon as as soon as he drops the hands, you're you're you're, you're going to come out with that that right hand. The, the right left combo. Right left. Land, but I'm going to do what's time. called a level change, <laughs> pick you up, and dump you on your head. Wow, this is this is good, man. This is like the the, the nicest, trashiest talk I've ever, yeah, ever had. Yeah, it was the nicest, <laughs> most built up animosity. <laughs> now, 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 by the way, Sam, I gotta I'm tell Canadian. you, Canadian, we're polite. Eh? So, so Bubba Jenkins is here. I don't know if you know Bubba. He's a national champion wrestling. He's a Bellator fighter. Currently, twelve and two, right? Nine and two. Nine and two. But he, you're, you're speaking the existence. Yeah. Right. So you know. he has <laughs> he has this thing called tip a fighter, where if you uh, if the fans like the way a fighter is fighting, we could just throw you money. Or if they like your smile, if they or like your, your red hair, or if you or win your, money, your left-right combination. They want to help out with your family's uh, sunscreen budget for the month. <laughs> <laughs> so it might be it, it might be a good thing for you and Elias, by the way, to, to become a tip of fighter fighter because you guys are fan favorites. You mm-hmm. do have a huge fan base, and I know I know that you win a lot of people a lot of money, especially your last three fights or your, or your three out of four when you were the underdog. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure fans would like to throw you some money. It's so. like the ideal that some people have bet on you and were like, oh. This uh, you know, or bet against you. This guy's gonna lose. This guy's gonna lose. And then you hit him with that combination. And you drop a guy, and you've made someone else five, six thousand dollars. And like, you know what? That dude who smiles a lot, I'm gonna send him five hundred bucks because yep. he just saved me six grand. Yeah, with that knockout. So it's Boom. it's a pretty cool thing for us fighters. I'm a fighter myself, like he said. So it's for the fighters, by the fighters. It really is to create another revenue stream for us, especially since you know the Reebok deal is not going all the fighters' way, and you know we're independent. So it's a it's a good thing for fighters. And I'm gonna be talking. Talking to Elias about it, and you know, obviously, we would love to have you because you yep. know, like you said, you're your crowd favorite, fan favorite. And people love nice guys who just get it on, and you're that guy. It sounds great, man. Oh, that sounds like a wonderful idea. It, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got a really couple does. players I might even like. Oh, great, great, great. Yeah, absolutely. Me as a fighter, I wanted to, I mean, if um, Rory McDonald and uh, Lawler were on Tip of Fighter at the time, I, w- I would have sent both of them 100 bucks. No uh, yeah. question about yep. it. I would have sent both of them 100 bucks. Now, uh, now, Sam, does your wife have any hot model friends? <laughs> <laughs> She's got plenty of hot model friends. She's still, uh, she's still pretty tight with, uh, with a couple of the gals from, from her season, even. Uh, nice, nice, nice. Uh, well, we have to hang out, by the way. I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm starting a thing called Tip a Model, uh, yeah, exactly. where I, I, I give model my, my uh, tip. Just the tip. Just yeah, the exactly. Tip. Listen, well, listen, that was our press conference. Uh, any last words for Elias, Sam? Hey, we're, yeah, we're talking about all these tips and everything. Elias, I've got a tip for you. Okay. Don't fight me. Keep running as long as you can. Because I'll, when we finally meet up, I'll never be too big for you, I promise. Uh, but it's going to be a bad day for you when we meet up. Mm. Only time will tell. <laughs> nice. All right. That was our Elias Sam Alvey press conference. Nice. Thank you for tuning in, guys. That was a good one. And uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Oh, that was fun. Man, that was good. Yeah. I'm, I'm over here sweating. Bubba, what are your thoughts on that? Okay, okay, I got a couple thoughts. I got a couple <laughs> thoughts, okay? And and I listened to it. All right. The first the first thought I is what it was that Elias is the lion and Sam is the hunter and because he's the lion, he wants to put him on his mantle in a sense that, you know, he's got the he's got the fans and that's why he's like he's building up. He's the guy that he wants because, you know, obviously Sam can go kill a cat and, you know, and 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 have it as a hat, but he wants that lion. <laughs> right. He wants that lion to put on his mantle and be like, "Look, guys, 
I hunted this motherfucker <laughs> for five weeks, and I finally saw him, and I finally got him, and now that lion's head is hanging on my mantle. That's kind of what he wants. Yeah. And the second thing is, I love the uh, the animosity that was like, oh, you know, joking here, there, but they were just like they were really going at each other. Yeah. Without without yelling, without you know, without getting too much. It was it was awesome. I I, re- I think that was our best press conference really? yet. Yeah, man. It was witty. It was smooth. And you, I, you didn't have to you didn't have to jump up and down and try to hype it. Yeah, a lot of times. <laughs> a lot of times I know you were telling me. Like the girls that, that, it's the like, girls it's like Did you hear what she said about fu- you? It's funny how not of a press conference it is. Like cause I'm the only one in like it's yoked yeah. up. <laughs> but, but the ultimate hype that man. one is a little different because uh number one, it just it just it number one, he's here, but also I don't want to make it seem like we're gang up on Sam you know what I'm oh, saying I, I, yeah. I want to give everybody yeah. their respect I, I have a lot of respect for Sam yeah me too both you guys me too. I mean there's uh, obviously you're my friend I don't know Sam but he seems like a, a really nice yep. guy yep. Yep. Uh, you can tell he's smiling during the whole conference you know yeah. he, he was just you know even even when uh, Elias was taking jabs at him he was Mm-hmm. Okay, you know I can yeah, I can yeah, see yeah. him in his Still car smiling. driving, yeah. smiling like, oh, I like that. I like <laughs> it, it but I felt- catch your ass. <laughs> you, you guys are both uh, you're both so like you're cordial, but at the same time you're both very confident yep. in your own ability. So it's kind of like have you ever been in a situation where someone at the office is like, you know, well I think we should do this, I think we should do that, and it's like, well, well, agree to disagree. <laughs> 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 you, you're like, well, I, I'm gonna knock you out. Well, I'll knock you out. But let's keep it friendly. I feel like Elias has more weapons. Uh, as far as like Sam, as, as far as it seems like Sam right now is pretty much like a banger, yep. you know. He's got uh, that puncher's chance. Man. He's always got that puncher's chance, you know. But, sure. you, but you don't drop your hands that much. Nope. Uh, and you know, so I feel like in some ways you'd have the advantage, but he has the experience factor. He definitely has you know, the he, experience. He's a guy aspect. with thirty fights. You know, you're a guy with uh, twelve fights, right? Yep. So, or is it twenty-one? Uh, Dyslexia. <laughs> Damn it. So it's, it's like you have that, but you have less mileage. Mm. But you're fresher. But he has the experience. He's seen you. You've never yep. seen him. So it's a it's a it's a weird fight. It's an interesting fight. You know, uh, it's a good fight. I, I would love so. to see the I fight. Think so. I think it definitely is. And it's just one of those things where uh, I think I think our destiny is slowly slowly chipping together. It's like, one of those fights where you can't make a mistake. No, no, definitely, no, no. He will make it. He'll it's make warmer. it cost. Yeah, yeah. And he can make a lot of mistakes. Yep. But you can't. You know. Uh, but I feel like if you do everything right, you could you could. It could be an easy win. Yeah, it could be an easy win. But who's what's an easy win against Sam Alvey? The guy's a fucking grinder. Yeah, you know, even that Brunson fight. Like most people, most people, I'd say that was a good stoppage. But with him, it's like. I feel like it wasn't a good stoppage. I feel like I give him a delay- chance. Well, give him a chance, Raph. Give think, him a chance. I think he would just be delaying the inevitability of it. Yeah. Um, it's but the idea that he woke up, Bambi. Like you know, what I mean, he stood up like Bambi. Like, even going down, up, oh, he he does. Ha- he did have his hands down, but the he amount of athleticism that's just like he's he's so fast twitch in regards to his bombs. He's black. He's, a- yeah, he's, he's, he's fast twitch. I mean, he's black. I mean, whatever. No, you know what I mean. <laughs> no, but I mean in the way he is, though. Like in the idea that, oh, yeah. yes, he is black. Is <laughs> no, um, the idea that he is really, really, like look what he did to Ed Herman. Like yeah. right out of the gate. And that's why I was like, no, he's never, uh, Brunson has never really come out slow. Yeah, that was yeah. a bad game plan. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's going to be a slow and steady wins the race. Not yeah. pop. I, I would say never assume you guys are going to come out slow and steady, right? That's 
especially when you when you're, you're the best in the first sixty seconds. Everyone, if you realize, yep. if you watch every fight, everybody is on point for the first sixty seconds. It's about one hundred twenty seconds in. That's when people start to make a little bit more mistakes. But you know, that's the most focused you're ever going to be. With why the would first you assume the guys going to come out slow? That's just a, but, I mean, it's a bad assumption for any fight. I would almost assume, <laughs> yeah. assume he's going to come out fast. Yeah, always, I'd rather be. I'd rather be. I'm going to assume he's going to come out to lose. That's what he's going to do. But if they come out, if they come out, if you're planning on for everyone to come out fast and they come out slow, it doesn't throw you for a loop. But no, if you do exactly. it the opposite, yep. you're, but Sam you does have be, that power, man. That, yeah, that great, that great equalizer, does. and it's and you look at him and you're like, but he relies on the the, the counter punch. That's the thing. Every time he's knocked someone out, it's been his back against the cage because someone ran right in front of him. Um, I know for a fact the two like speaking with training partners of the last two people that he fought before Bronson, his idea that they didn't really take his hands serious and they're just like, yeah, whatever, I'm just gonna take him down or I'm just gonna run right at him and do what I want to do. Again, it's just you just fought someone. He just he is just really. They just literally ran into his plan and his fists, which are the same thing. Yeah, you know what I mean, like again, I th- again, I'm not taking anything away from Sam. It's the idea that those guys lost fights. Sam didn't win. Oh no! Come on, that is taken away. From <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna throw shots. I'm, but I'm, not, I'm not with you there. Shots fired. You, you win a fight in the UFC. I mean, there are no, okay, okay, There are fights where I'm like, did he look good or did the other guy just look terrible? Okay, okay. But I, don't, I don't think that there was, was a fight a like no, no, that no. just recently. Caesar, no, no, definitely not with Caesar. I, definitely I not with Caesar. I can't remember the last UFC fight night, maybe a week ago. There was like the guy didn't. Oh, the Silva fight. Eric Silva. Silva looked bad, but the other guy looked. Great, I, you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, right. I thought Magnum was going to win that really either w- way, though. Yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah. No, I thought so, it was the Silva, old Silva. I thought. Magnum wait, why? What did you think no, of Melvin no. Gillard, by the way, this weekend? You were there. You guys. Both <laughs> yeah, I was there. Yeah, yeah. What you? I, I mean, surprised we didn't cross paths. No, we did not. Yeah. But, he uh, almost came back in the third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that, that was more with uh, grits. Yeah, sorry, go on. In the third, after he's lost two rounds and got oh, those and, and given up a tech fall yeah. in freestyle, <laughs> my, my man got thrown all over the place. And listen, I'm a big Melvin Gillard fan because we have a lot of the same attributes. Kind of, we're black, we're explosive. You know, people love our hair. You know, stuff like <laughs> you're, that. You seem like you're a lot in a better place in life than Melvin's uh, yeah, yeah, ever he, been. He definitely seemed a little bit down, obviously after the fight, but mentally watching him walk out and stuff like that i mean it wasn't that he wasn't focused but it was like it almost you could almost see all the pressure of everything that he's been through on his face yep. as he was walking out in a sense like man i got it's almost like i gotta win this fight you i gotta do to this win. he's thinking yeah. so much instead of like oh here we go you know yep. we're about to he get a state it champ on. wrestler i'm not sure i'm not I, sure I, from what i uh, uh read about him he was like a good wrestler but mm-hmm. his takedown defense was pretty there's that guy an all-american at, at yeah. uh mm-hmm. in minnesota yeah. so I that dude th- he had some was. good double legs Mm-hmm. But Those I mean, slams were but Gallard handpicked him. That yeah. guy, he said, "I, I want to fight this guy." And, and not only did he get taken down, but if you saw the first big punch that landed in the fight, oh yeah, oh my gosh, I thought, I mean. His eyes swell up. Melvin's eyes swell up. But I thought it was over. Obviously, he's got a chin. Melvin's yeah, got a chin. Yeah. Oh, man. He got hit so yeah. many times. So big. So I mean, when you're there in the crowd, you can feel the punch. When you yeah. watch it on TV, you're like, oh, that was a good punch. But when you hear the crowd go, oh, boy. I'm like, oh, boy. He's going to die. You know, his eye's going to fall out. You know, but that overhand right, like a fake shot overhand right to a, to a double, to a five-point throw 
was, you know, my tip of the night. You know, I'm like, yeah, yo. That kid was good. Si- kid- if you signed up with me, I'd give you 100 bucks right now because I'm a wrestling fan. So I obviously like the, the, the slam. And, you know, as a, as a growing uh, technician on my feet, that right was flush. Yeah. You know, he, he, yeah. Melvin didn't see him. The slam was so perfect because Melvin had no clue where he was. The double leg was inevitable. You know, you, he could have doubled at any time, especially after that punch. And he would have he landed the same thing. Yeah. It was beautiful. So, guys, we have our second press conference right now coming up. We have uh, two guys fighting for the Titan FC Championship. Rick Hahn, who's an Olympian, mm-hmm. took ninth mm-hmm. in the Olympics in judo. Ninth, oh, no, which that's is impressive, man. Pretty Hold damn impressive. impressive. Ninth? Do, do they place ninth guys? <laughs> Whatever. He, took, <laughs> he, took he, he got a ribbon. He gave him a ribbon. And he's fighting Bam Bam <laughs> Healy for the title. <laughs> Bam Hill for the title. This guy, uh, I, I'm looking forward to he- hearing this. Uh, both is this, this could be. Uh, I think Rick said it was going to be an easy fight for him, which is uh, uh, I don't know. Pat Healy is not easy for anybody. This dude is no, uh, definitely not. Even with the mileage and uh, even wait. with all his. Uh, actually, Pat just texted me. He broke his phone and won't be able to do the interview today. He will make it up to you. Do you want me to get my broken text message phone? Uh, okay. Professionalism. All right. Yeah. So, okay. All right. So, I guess we'll just call uh, Rick Hahn right now. Let's yeah. Let's we'll call Rick Hahn. Nice. Opportunity. Yeah, Elias, you want to just talk some trash to him just randomly? <laughs> nice jabs. Hello? Hello, is this Rick Hahn? This is him. How's it going? It's Adam Hunter, uh, Bubba Jenkins, Elias Theodoro, and Tyler Bowe. How are you, buddy? Good. Thank you. So we were, we were going to have a press conference, but Pat Hilly broke his phone. Uh, so right. so uh, it's just going to be us. We're just going to talk to you because Pat Hilly can't do it. So you, you've already won the press conference, just so you know. Congratulations. Oh, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> so how are you, man? Doing well, man. Uh, just uh, getting ready to... Uh teaching a little bit of uh, jiu-jitsu a little bit and training and um, getting ready for this big fight. Yeah, I was actually, I was looking at some of your stuff, man. So you're 20 and 4. Uh, you're originally, uh, you grew up in Chicago, moved to Oregon, right, when you were uh, young? Yeah, I didn't really grow up in Chicago. I left when I was 2, so. Uh, oh, so you grew up in Oregon. Uh, Where'd, yeah, you live in Oregon. <laughs> Where'd you live in Oregon? I'm a Portland guy. Oh, cool. My mom's from there, too. Okay. I, uh, awesome. I, I grew up in Eugene. Oh, right on. I went to U of O. Oh, perfect. Nice. Okay. I don't know where my mom went. Uh, nice. Now, uh, now your father was into judo as well, right? Yes. Uh, back back in uh, before I was born in Chicago, uh, he was uh, he was you know started doing judo back then, and then uh, after uh, when I turned twelve, he he got me in, involved, and he got back into it uh, at that time as well. Nice. Now you took ninth place in the Olympics. You were a two-time Pan Am winner, uh, which is pretty damn amazing. I know that we, we've had Olympians on in the past. They, they, they're not very happy with the way the, Olymp- the Olympics treat Americans. Uh, how, what's your feeling on that? Uh, in, in what way? Like, it, it seems like other countries, they really take care of their Olympic athletes. Like, uh, you know, they become like professional, whereas like Americans, we give you like, like a cheeseburger and, and like a pat on the uh, back. You know, it, it, that really depends on the sport. Uh, you know, especially you know if you're like a big sport like swimming or right, track right, and right. field. You know, they they're treated very well uh, by their their national government bodies. Um, judo, not so much. Uh, you know, so uh, maybe wrestling. You know, uh, 
might be the same way, but yeah. But uh, the, the high-profile sports obviously treat it a little better. It, you think that's bad? You should see Canada. Their budget is basically nothing um, in regards to like um, the Olympics. Uh, so I totally feel on that. Like I, I train with a lot of the guys out in the national team um, uh, in in Guelph for wrestling. So I just know the struggle. And there's a couple things that I'm actually trying to do to get give back in any way, shape, or form because they let me use mat space. Right, 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 right. Now, um. Uh, you've had a lot of great victories, man. Uh, what victory are you the most proud of? Um, you know, it wasn't exactly a specific person. I think it was, you know, uh, it was it was for uh, the, the lightweight uh, the lightweight title, my first time for Bellator uh, when I when I won the uh, when I won the tournament. You know, to me that was to that point was the biggest victory of, of my career, uh, just because of the meaning, you know, behind it, uh, the tournament and all, and, and you know. Having that opportunity was was at that time was was you know was huge for me. Yeah, I, mean, I I watched some of your earlier fights. You threw a lot of crazy judo throws, which you don't see a lot in MMA. Uh, but it seems like you had some crazy like arm throws to like to some to some punches, which are pretty damn badass. Are are are, are we going to see more of those? Yeah, I'm, I'm bringing those back out of retirement. You know, I, I kind of. <laughs> I kind of got stuck with just being a striker and I got decent at it. So I was kind of, I forgot my roots and, um, I'm kind of going back to that now and, and going to bring, you know, the old version of me, you know, uh, plus the newer version, you know, with, with the striking and all that. So, um, I gotta get back to what got me, uh, where I'm at. So that's, yeah. that's hopefully what I can, I can produce, uh, you know, during my fights and hopefully my next fight. Yeah, well, I mean, you got some serious power. I, I could, I could see why you would get away from it. Right. Now, uh, you're also pretty famous in underground circles for a very famous woman that you dated. Uh, can we talk yeah. about that? Uh, sure. I, I, I never really dated her. It wasn't really dating, I suppose. But, <laughs> All right. Um, so, so okay. So, word is that Ronda Rousey and you dated for a while, or didn't date, or you just hooked up. What was that experience like? I don't know. Well, where'd that come from? Who 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 rumored that stuff? I'm just saying that's the word on the street uh, that you and Ronda dated. I just I just heard it. Uh, some people because I said Rick Hahn's coming on to ask about Ronda, and then some people like don't ask him about it. And so I just want to make sure we can always cut this by the way if you want. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I just want to know: was there any judo stripper going on? Yes. Mm. Take down loses oh. <laughs> <laughs> or wins. <laughs> now, what was it like dating Rhonda? Was she was she was she a, a good girlfriend? Was she was she was she, was she crazy or? <laughs> um, well, uh, I, I wouldn't say we, we dated. You know, we we were friends. We were teammates. Uh, we lived in the same house. Um, mm. So, I mean, uh, that was pretty much our, our relationship. It wasn't. Uh, you know, we were just good friends. Was she crazy? Was she was she was she crazy in bed or no? <laughs> Uh, I, I wouldn't know. Oh, come on. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Not, all right, Rick, fine. You can be a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> be classy. Be, be classy. <laughs> Don't give us the goods. All right. We'll have to, we'll have to promote our podcast somehow else. Listen, um, but uh, okay, so you're, you're fighting uh, Pat Healy. Uh, what do you know about Pat? Um, well, he's been around a while. He's got a ton of fights, uh, a lot of experience. He's a grinder, you know, he goes forward, you know, um, tough guy, um, wears a lot of guys down, you know, just cause he's, he's so gritty and he, and he comes at you. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited for this fight. Uh, he's got a, you know, he's a big man guy. He's been around a while. So it's definitely a, a bigger opportunity for me. Now, are you hoping that a win here gets you into the UFC? 
Um, you know, if it happens, it's would be of course uh, would be very cool, of course, you know. But um, you know, if if it doesn't, then you know I just keep going and and see what happens. But uh, you know, um, if I have a dominant win, you know, maybe there's a good chance that, that could happen. But we'll see. You know, I'm just gonna go out there and, and do my best, and whatever happens, happens. Nice. Well, you seem like a real nice guy, man. You seem like a a, a, a very easy guy to like root for. By the way, you seem uh, seem, seem like well, a very nice you. guy. Well, thank you. I try to be. I'm, I'm not normally a dick. I can see why Rhonda liked you. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> nothing, huh? All right. So, <laughs> well, listen, Rick. Uh, we are going to be rooting for you, man. Uh, you're you're a good guy. You're you're an Olympian. You represented the U.S. in judo. You're bat- you, you got you got some serious power. You beat Carol Parisian twice. That's cool. Uh, did, did you and Carol have a lot of bad blood? Yeah, he was the only person that I've ever fought that uh, I legitimately didn't didn't like. And, you know, we had some past history in our judo, and you know, so that was the one 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 fight that I you know I was really happy that I got to you know beat the piss out of him. <laughs> what, what, what was was he very arrogant towards you? Oh yeah, of course. You know that's just kind of who he is. But you know, going back, you know, fifteen years ago when we used to compete against each other, we were in the same weight class in judo and stuff. So, um, you know, that it was always the same as it is we see nowadays. So, gotcha. Um, just, just didn't get along. God, well, I could see why you wouldn't get along with that guy. He seems like a very uh... yeah. A lot of people don't get along with Parisian. Yeah, well, he just seems like a very arrogant dude. Like he's just he thinks he's better than people. So, and uh, and Rickon fucked him up twice. So it's good. All right. Face. Listen, man. Well, good luck, Rick. We're all going to tune in September 19th. Sorry, the press conference. Pat Haley, he, he, he like broke his what phone. We're talking about congratulate him on his first win. He won the press uh, yeah, conference. Yeah, you won the press conference. Default. Default. Uh, by, by, by default. We're all going to be rooting for you. And uh, good luck with everything, brother. And if you want to call him with some awesome. crazy Ronda Rousey st- and bed stories, feel free. Because we all want to hear about pictures. Or pictures. <laughs> or pictures. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate it, guys. Take care. All right, that was Rick Hahn. Really nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Not sweet. the fireworks we had in <laughs> <laughs> previous press conferences, but you know it's hard to have that when you only got one guy on board. Yeah. Well, you're never alone with Jesus. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, by the way, uh, that uh, that our press conference today were brought to you by Remove It Restoration. Uh, if gang members have taken over your place, if your place is full of graffiti, if your place is all messed up, there's only one person to go to, and that's, or one place to go to, that's Remove It Restoration, one 888 429 as well as American Icon Autographs, the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. Check them out at www.aiase.com. All those cool giveaways that I give out, that's from them, American Icon Autographs. Tip a fighter. It's time for these guys to get paid more. Elias, you should sign up with them. Yeah, no, no. I'm, we're oh, definitely going to have a conversation after yes, this. Yes, because uh, I, a lot of people, a lot of middle-aged women will be tipping you. And then rub one off. Left and right. I'm telling you. <laughs> Tipafighter.com. Check them out. As well as Camara Coffee. Become the legend. It's coffee with nootropics. How much? Well, how often do you say that you're drinking coffee that helps uh, counteract cognitive impairments such as Alzheimer's, brain injuries, dementia, and Parkinson's? You won't be able to say it. I am more focused than ever right now, and I credit all to ChimeraCoffee.com. So, back to uh, the Bellator fights. Uh, there were a couple. Uh, Marlies Conan looked pretty good. Which one was that? The, 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 girl, the first girl fight on the uh, main yeah, event. she got yeah. an armbar finish. Yeah, absolutely. Real yeah, tough yeah. Fight and 
you know, those girls love the mom bar, so you know, you can always see some good wrestling going on and the, some good jiu-jitsu. And the Justin Ren fight was great. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. That, was a, that was entertaining. Yeah. Did you see my man hit him with the, hey, yo, your shoe's untied? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? You can't help. Oh, did you really do that? No. Yeah, he, he was fighting. He was fighting, hands down. They had, like, you know, a little heavyweight scramble kind of going on. They both retired. And Justin Ren hit him with the, like, point to your shoe kind of thing. Like, yo, your shoe's untied. The guy looked down. And Ren hit him with a right. <laughs> it, uh, was, it was amazing. No, Ren did great. I gotta say though, not to take anything away from Ren's win because he hasn't fought in five years, right? And he is a, uh, I mean, the, the guy talk about a role model. What he's yep. doing is like yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. The guy he fought though, uh, Josh Burns, had never beat anyone with a winning record. Mm, uh, true. W- which is probably good though because if you, t- if you get a guy with five years off, yeah. Throw you want to need him. Don't yeah. throw him into against Czech Congo or yeah. something, or no. like no. you know, or some other like maniac. You know, yeah. a guy like it was, that. It was a good, entertaining fight. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't lopsided in the sense that like okay, Ren was obviously the better fighter, but he had the five years of rust. The other guy was coming out. You know, there yep. was a couple blows a where couple it was moments. like if 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 you kept going just then, you know, yeah. you might have you might have he might have been second guessing. Man, that's five years is a long time because yep. he hit him with a couple good shots where it was like keep going, but you know the gas tank at that weight. Is you know, look, it's amazing. I like, ball, I, cardio, I like after the fight cardio. when he was talking in that language that they use over at the Congo. He was yeah. like, that was pretty damn cool. I give that guy a lot of credit. I don't even know Absolutely. how you'd even do. Did you see it? I I just saw the highlights. I saw well, afterwards. Like, he was like, I, I don't even know what he was saying. He was he was because he's he was speaking the language of uh, pygmies. Mm-hmm. But in all in all, it's an amazing cause. And yes, there again, there's a lot of work that he needs to do. But he did show moments of brilliance. He do, is an NCAA. I believe winner isn't Ren. He was uh, in high um, school. He was a two-time so. Olympic national Greco-Roman wrestler. Technical cool. terms, dude. Uh, technically, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Throwing those knees like yeah. that was. Yeah, no, those there were some devastating knees, and again, yeah. he had moments of brilliance, and then the idea of the, the five years of ring rust, and again, the the cause. He's he's a person anyone can honestly get behind. Right. And the idea. No, of how we were actually talking to him at Tip Fighter, and the thing about that was cool with him was he was like, okay, if it's an eighty-five fifteen split, okay, awesome. Now, how much of that can go to my Charity, we're like you know whatever. You, how much do you want? He's like, okay, I want eighty five percent of my eighty five percent. I want one hundred percent of my eighty five percent to go to the charity. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so you want all of your tips headed to the charity? He's like, absolutely. You know, I don't, I don't need yeah. anything for myself. I'm already cool. I want to make sure that we can get water in Africa. I'm like, bro, I'll, I'll call you back in about an hour and see if we can do a better split of getting more of the charity. Instead of giving you an 85-15, we'll donate a certain percentage of our 15% that we're getting to the calls and, you know, work out something. Yeah, he's but great. It was, he went into fight mode, you know, so we didn't get to put it together quick mm-hmm. enough, but we're still going to be talking to him. But to have a charity like that and for him to really be standing up for it, you know, putting his money where his mouth is, like, you know, no, no, he could have got a t- tons of tips for for his performance, his uh, his cause, cause everything yeah. that he was had going on, and giving it all to the charity, which is amazing. You know, yeah, there's, no, a, there's people out dude. there that you don't meet like that. Now the uh, the Bellator tournament. Uh, I know this is tough for you because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. your college guy that you went on the recruiting trip is Phil Davis. Yeah, my like host, big, my host was Phil Davis. He was like he a big was, brother to you in college. He, in some ways. he was. He's a black man's cousin. You know how they say, "Oh, that's my cousin." Where's my cousin? I got thirty-two cousins. So Phil Davis. Phil Davis is my related black cousin. You know, he's fighting your teammate Emmanuel Newton. And he's fighting my boy Newton in the first round. Yep. So you know, and that's been announced. Who wins this? Man, it's going to be hard to say because 
I wouldn't say that Newton's got the Sam Alvey kind of thing, but he's got a puncher's chance. He's got mm-hmm. that spinning back fist. So anytime you think he's in trouble or he's running away, spin he'll turn shit. around and spin back bitch the shit out you. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, you never you never know. Um, he's defeated really good wrestlers yep. in Mo you know, so but you know, I know Phil Dave works hard, you know, he's he's developing. You know, a lot of people he'd be Glover without really having the technique that a lot of guys who and beat Gustafson. Glover. And, yeah, and Gus I mean he he's beaten a lot of good guys with just his all out heart, you know, his technique isn't always the greatest, you know. So, I mean, he's getting better though. Every every fight that I see him, he looks better. Can he you take know? Newton down? Yeah, I mean, he's a national champ wrestler. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I think I think the takedown is inevitable. But can he keep him down? Because I've yep. seen I've seen a lot of people take Newton down um, and not keep him down, so to speak. And he doesn't have the uh, Davis doesn't have the jujitsu that Liam McQuarrie has. So that's really half the reason why Liam was able to neutralize right. keeping him down kind of thing. So it's an exciting fight. Yep. You know, I'm going to be there. I'm, I told I told him I won't be in, in, in his... Fresno? Um, yeah, in San, Jose San, San Jose. Yeah, yeah, I told him I don't, I don't want to be in anybody's corner, uh, you know, because I don't want to... I don't, I don't, obviously, if I'm in Newton's corner, I can tell the things that Phil Davis isn't good at. Exactly. You know, I've seen Phil Davis throw a snowball, and it looked like 50 Cent throwing out a first pitch. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was... You know, he's not... At, He's not black athletic where he could do a backflip and stuff like that, yeah, yeah. but he's a hard worker, worker. and he, he he brings that, you know. Um, like we were saying earlier, the cardio thing. A lot of people, it's like basketball. If you're not, you don't have the best crossover, you have the best jumper. You know, Dennis Rodman sucked at those kind of things, but he hustle, 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 which made him a really good player. If you don't have the best technique or the best striking, but you're a cardio freak, you're a just grinder. hustling, grinding, hustle, hustle, hustle. That that. Atones for some of those things. So, you know, I know Phil, Phil Davis, Davis, though, the, the only people he loses to, he lost to Rashad Evans. Mm-hmm. He lost to Anthony Johnson. Mm-hmm. He's a t- problem with the brothers, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the opposite of Kim Kardashian. <laughs> it's that athleticism. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. it's, it's that ap- once you get to that point where the athleticism gets up there, then, you know, Phil has a hard time keeping up with that type of style because he, he lacks in that field, you know. But I'm excited for the fight. I can't Speaking of which, so today is my first day of coaching wrestling. Amazing. I coach his wow. uh, middle school team, and Bubba's going to come help coach. That's all so awesome. So I'm bringing in a yeah. national champion yeah. to these uh-huh. 11 middle school kids. And I'm going to teach them stuff that you got to fix all year. Don't go to your back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be fixing my, my stuff all year. Plus, I have a torn ACL, so like even with like, like my moves, are, I, I teach. It's, it's hard. I'm always like, I hope my leg doesn't give out. <laughs> I was taking jujitsu, and this kid had me in an electric chair, and I, I have that wrestler's mentality. Yeah. But I can get out of this. I'll and never tap. And then I heard, pop. And I was like. <laughs> So now I got to get surgery, but I keep, I got this TV show I'm doing and they keep pushing it back, which means I keep pushing my surgery back, Yes, you know? So it's just like, it went from like February to March to now October to now November to I think December. So, uh, so it's going to be good to have Bubba. (laughs) I'm like, Bubba, teach me. Putting in the work. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, by the way, I, 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 I don't, I forgot to mention this last time. So. A couple years ago, I went overseas with Sam Tripoli to the troops. I've done eight overseas tours. I've been to, you know, you know, Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, to Japan, to, to Saudi Arabia, to uh, Kuwait, to Bahrain. And they asked me, hey, can you send you fighters over here? So I've been helping coordinate it. So right now, Shayna Baszler, Jessamine Duke, Matt Hughes, Tyson Griffin, Mike Richmond, and... Uh, oh, yeah, I've been seeing Instagram. I think that's it. Uh, I, think th- I think those are the five. Yep. Uh, they're all overseas right now putting on seminars. Oh, and Vince Pichel for the military. 
That's amazing. So if That's you guys cool. see them on Twitter, they've been they've been working like sixteen hour days. Uh, I mean, the, the, the troops are so excited, especially for a guy like Matt Hughes. Yeah, you know, yeah, who, yeah. Like, yeah. Mister Nine mean, Times I himself. Everybody in the military that is an MMA fan, Matt Hughes. You know, not to not to discredit the other ones, no. but, but but like that's like having like I was telling my dad, I'm like it's like having Larry Bird teach a basketball player. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. It's like it's just right. at that right. level. So uh, if you see them on Twitter. Or the people, just make sure you guys give them a thanks because they don't have, they're not getting paid very much. And they're doing it mostly out of their own, uh, not mostly, all out of their own kindness. And, and, the, and the troops, are, they're really exciting about it. You know? Plus they tell me that like, like I, I remember I, I sent Cody Bollinger and James Krause. I helped send them. I didn't, mm. I, like, they went to me. I went through this girl, Amanda Early. Amanda helped coordinate it. She's over there managing them. But uh, they said that they, they, they roll with the troops all the time. And the troops were all like, yo, I'm a, a white belt. Or, and they're like a brown, you know, purple belt. They're like trying their hardest to say that they like subbed the UFC guy, you know? Yeah. So these guys are actually competing. competing. <laughs> don't yeah. you hate that though? You're like, okay, I'm going to teach you a couple things. And they're like, oh, well, I don't know anything. And then they go balls to the walls yeah. trying to get that medal, trying to get yeah. that. Oh, yo, yeah, I, I tapped that guy. That went, yeah. I tapped Man, the UFC I guy. I tapped Matt Hughes where? Yeah. In the cafeteria. He didn't see it coming. But, uh. <laughs> no, that's what Mike Richter was saying. I, was, <laughs> I got him. My yeah. friend was telling, uh, I think Shane was telling him that Mike texted him going, yeah, this guy said, oh, yeah, I, I did it a couple times. He was like a college All-American uh-huh. wrestler, you know. Oh, and wow. was like, yeah. <laughs> Those guys. Uh, sandbagging. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, sandbagging. Yep. Or it's like where you uh, go lower than the actual quality that you are. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah Have you ever done that after a show where you just killed and you get off and some like, younger comic's like, man, how, you, how long have you been doing this? And you're like, oh, it's my third time. Well, <laughs> well, well when Elias saw, me, Elias saw me, like, what happened was Saturday, the, uh, the, the new Ha Ha was, was being, Mazzabrani was doing it, so I went to the Shaky Town. Yeah. And it's like mostly like a lot of bringers. Like, yeah. So, like, so then Elias and his friends like, dude, you shouldn't even have been on this show. I'm like, well, you know. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, it was funny. Well, like, they needed my help, and you know, I'm a good guy. What can <laughs> yeah, you do? Yeah. Good. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, but yeah, there was, um, yeah, so make sure you talk to those people. Uh, now, uh, fights coming up this week. UFC 191, John Dodson, Demetrius Johnson. Uh, this is going to be a good fight. It's going to be a good fight, man. I really hope John Dodson can pull this off. I, I'm a huge John Dodson fan. He's been on the podcast many times. You won't meet a nicer guy than John Dodson. Can he win? Yep. I think he can, but it's Will the idea that I, I, I don't think so. I think Mighty Mouse is honestly one of the best fighters in the world. And yeah. it's unfortunate that he doesn't get the credit he deserves and the idea that people don't understand and don't respect it because he's not uh, a heavyweight s- throwing bombs, right? right. He, what he does, and again, uh, my coach Lachlan is the hugest boner for his coach. Uh, it's called Matt Hume. <laughs> um, it's the idea of what they have done is so amazing. And, and the idea that um, also, again, to credit where credit's due and the idea of Matt Hume and what he's been able to pu- pull off and the idea that many of the people that he's touched – have been champions. Like, look what he did with Franklin. You could talk about even the like even the idea of what he did at Bosch is um, like peak in regards to his ability. Like, mm-hmm. he has a great support system in that. And honestly, I'm like I'm actually gonna just fan out and like uh, geek out and just watch a whole bunch of Mighty Mouse fights because yeah. it's like so fast you can't really appreciate it until you watch it like four times over like but, he that, said, first, he's but that first fight Dobson it was a good yeah yeah no yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. he said hey, you know when you when you're the winner it's almost like I do what I did and yep. I'll get the victory when you're the loser it's like okay I, I could have capitalized here I yep. there's more to learn from the losses so it definitely makes a better fight obviously you know like a wrestle off when when the first wrestle off happens you know first first duel match between each other happens the guy might beat him by eight points but the better that guy gets you know 
you know, the more often they wrestle, the the score becomes five, then becomes three. And now it's a one point match. Yep. The the more that they fight, the closer the fight becomes. Now, so do it's you think the first him. fight Johnson was surprised by Dotson's power? Like he was underestimating his power, which is why he caught him. Because he dropped him, I think, in the first and the second. I just think it's so fast at that level that sometimes with the speed, the power is there and you just don't see it. You know, like he was saying, he's one of the best. uh, Johnson's one of the best fighters in the world. And us as fighters, we know because at that level, it's faster. The the speed of it make, brings the power. Yep. That you know the the pace is much higher. So everything about it at that level, at, at that size, it, it's a little bit more difficult. You know, if I was a heavyweight, it's you know four punches around. You know, kind of kind of much slower. When you're at that level, it's like four four punches in every second. You know, what I mean? so out, you got to yeah, have a lot out, more defense. You got to have a lot more cardio. You got to have a lot more technical. I mean, you got to have everything going for you. You know, so if you're a wrestler at the heavy Heavyweight level, you take a guy down. That's the end of that route. At this level, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's 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 much harder. So I I understand the smaller guys. You know, if there was like oh forty five every weight you go the the speed the speed changes. You know yep. what I mean. So is that twenty five? They're much faster than thirty five. Thirty five, forty five. I mean, it goes up. So I'm a fan of just watching this type of speed yep. and type of athleticism all wrapped. I can't into wait one for this fight. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping Dotson wins. I like Dotson. I want Dotson. It would be, like be great for the division. It'd be great for the division if he does win because then it again it doesn't opens force it that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it opens it up and it doesn't force that Ronda Rousey aspect where it's her and then everyone else. And don't forget, Dotson knocked out T.J. Dillashaw. Yep. I mean, he's a guy yep. like he's that knocked out the th- the 35 pound champ. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I worry about is like what your coach was saying is in the clinch. Yep. Is that when he was in the clinch? Dawson was getting hit with a lot of knees. Yep. That it was like, and he accepted it. That was the even worse part. That's what I'm a little nervous about. Yep. Is is that? So all right. So I'm picking Dotson. You're picking. Oh my gosh. Uh, I guess I got to go with the champ, Johnson. You? I'm going Dotson because I tried to talk to Johnson about Tiba Fighter, and I was like, "Hey man, we got this thing. Oh, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Well, it's for the. F- I'm not doing it. I, w- I would never do something like that. I'm like something like. All right. Everybody that fights you, I'm going for the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope the rain is over and I'm taking out. Elias? I'm going to say the champ continues. All right, so we got, we got two and two. Arlovsky Mir. Uh, Andre Arlovsky versus Frank Mir. I, I, I'm picking Arlovsky. He's looked like a change man. Frank Mir uh, and Todd Duffy, I was there. Mm-hmm. And not to discredit Todd Duffy, but I mean. He was throwing punches from his from his his, his waist, <laughs> yeah. you wow. know, and leaving himself wide open. Mm-hmm. And not that Frank Mir isn't amazing yep. and a badass, and has had a renaissance in his own right. Really, though, I mean, he's won. I think so. Well, well, well again, again, if you're ta- if you're talking about spl- specifically in regards to talent, then obviously Arlovsky's smashing much better at talent. What he did with Travis Brown is amazing. Like uh, that, I did not see that coming. Um, and his renaissance, and again, with his own personal struggle, like I've heard him talk about like, the idea of uh, fits of disp- depression and, and just the ability to c- overcome that. And yeah, coming yeah. from a, a Russian background where talking about your feelings, you don't do that because in Soviet <laughs> Russia, you are strong, strong yeah. like bull. So like, again, the idea <laughs> that Russia he can come back. feel is, you. <laughs> exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'm um, biased. I'm, uh, my fault. Go on, go on. I'm I'm, Bigfoot Silva too. I'm going biased, so I, I want Mir to win, but I think Arlovski will win. I like Mir. I, I, I met him and, and hung out with him a lot on the Ultimate Fighter show when I was doing it with Bones, and I like Mir a lot. He's a good dude, good people, bright guy, great guy, mm-hmm. smart as hell. Should be I an analyst. Was, I thought he was great yeah. for the WEC when he used yeah. to do the yeah. commentary. I was surprised they didn't do that. 
Weird. I can sit and l- listen to him talk about the stars for hours. You know, he's got that whole universe orbital thing going, and, and I like Mir a lot. But I think Arlovsky, just like you said, the renaissance that he's putting on, that you know, that comeback. Once yeah. you have that comeback, it, it's real to you. Yeah, that, Momentum. That taste of yeah. yeah that, so and you, you like? I was, I like Arlovsky. It's almost a shame uh, that they are fighting. Like I've even heard Mir say that because again, they're two guys that have put their dues in, and if it was inevitability, like higher up, well, whoever wins this will probably get a. A title shot of some sort. So again, there's some. Uh, that's well, I think whoever wins the gets the Fedor fight. Ooh, I think that's how they're gonna do it. The winner of this fight's Fedor. That's cool as hell. Who do, who do you think does better against Fedor? Arlovsky. Arlovsky. Yeah. I think as long as he doesn't fly knee again. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, uh, our last uh, not the, there's eight more fights in this car, but our last fight we're gonna talk about is Anthony Johnson versus Jimmy Manoa. Uh, Anthony Johnson, you know, you just hope he's in the right mental place. Yep. You know, I mean, here's the guy who was seconds away from beating Cormier. I mean, he had Cormier like almost out. That mm-hmm. was like on his feet. And before and that, I mean, Johnson was just running through people. Uh, Cormier just basically outlasted him. He he was the cardio king mm-hmm. as uh, or king cardio mm-hmm. for that fight. But I, I think Johnson runs through Jimmy Manoa. I like Jimmy Manoa. I just think that they're at different levels. Yep. I got Johnson. Yeah. You? I got Rumble. Rumble, yeah. Yeah. I'd take Rumble, too. Rumble. You writing this down? You writing this down? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, guys. Uh, that is our, our podcast today. Tomorrow we have uh, – uh, well, actually, we're doing one again tomorrow. Uh, and we have Aljamain Sterling mm-hmm. as well as Frankie Edgar on the show. So we have a good, uh, nice. good podcast tomorrow as well. I want to thank you, Elias, for coming in. It was a, it was a pleasure, pleasure having you in, man. Uh, you're you're a great dude. You're a great fighter. You're gonna you're a star, man. You, and, and nothing but good things for you. Thank you, Sam Alvey, Rick Hahn, uh, Bam Bam. Fix your phone. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank Tyler. What do you have coming up? Uh, I'm kind of just playing it by ear right now because I'm still expecting this baby soon. But I'm probably hoping to be at the Haha maybe this weekend and just hanging out. Bob, anything coming up? Nope, man, I'm just grinding, you know, same thing, same shit, different toilet, uh, I'm just in this bitch, you know. <laughs> Elias? Um, it's called, there should be something uh, happening in the next little bit. Nice. Uh, I will be at the Cleveland Hard Rock Casino this Friday and Saturday in Cleveland. Then the following week, I'm in Miami at the Homefront Comedy Club, Homefield Comedy Club, and then Edmonton, Canada, followed by Minnesota, the Mall of America, and at the Hollywood Improv this Wednesday, 10 o'clock. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Remove It Restoration, uh, 1-888-424-9697, RemoveItRestoration.com. If you have graffiti, these are the guys to go to. Trust me on this one. Uh, I am drinking Chimera coffee, and I have never felt better in my life. This stuff has nootropics, brain vitamins. Get it at ChimeraCoffee.com, K-I-M-E-R-A-K-O-F-F-E-E.com. Use the coupon code MMA Roasted. Become the legend. Tip a fighter. Fighters, make more money. You're in there anyway. Might as well get paid some more money, Free man. Free money. Free money. You are doing nothing but signing up, and people are handing you money. You don't have to do anything. Just all you got to do is fight how you would fight anyway, okay? And you're getting paid more. You, you're, you got to be uh, a dummy to not actually uh, join this thing, okay? Because they're just trying to help out. They're nice people. And uh, finally, American Icon Autographs, the best sports celebrity memorabilia and events, AIASE.com. Sean is the man. Thank you, Sean, for being our sponsor. Take care, guys. Have a great week. Uh, I'll talk to you. Uh, you'll hear from me on Thursday again. Love you guys. Bye. Peace.
you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleisinger. Schleisinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. <laughs>